What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to be back. I am so glad to be doing another episode. And I'm just so excited to be with you guys. How are you doing? How are you doing? How's your day? Anything new happen? I feel like I have to have this conversation because, you know, even though it's just like one-sided. But pretend like you're answering me. How are we doing today? Oh, that's great. I'm glad you're doing good. I feel like I did this last episode, but that's fine because I like you guys a lot. A lot. I like you guys a lot. Thank you for, seriously, thanks for joining me. Thank you for being here. It's a great day. It's a nice, what's the weather today? Anyone know? The weather is 58 and cloudy, so it's like it's warmish. It's supposed to get warmer this week, and I'm, this chair is so creaky. I don't know if you can hear it. It's creaky. Anyway supposed to get warm this week it's gonna be nice it's gonna be great it's tuesday right now it's right now it's tuesday yes tuesday march 16th 2021 yeah mm-hmm. tomorrow is wednesday march 17th and i really hope to see you in church if you are a youth if you are um what's the age um, um 7th through 12th grade get your but in youth group i want to see you there aspire youth is great guys it's great the old toys r us building if you haven't checked it out already do you remember toys r us well we bought the building and turned it into a church and it's great and amazing and we have an awesome youth group and i want to see you there it's great it's going to be great and amazing so yeah anyway let's get into it today So today, actually, I want to talk about something that Pastor Lou talked about on Sunday, and it was amazing and awesome and wonderful, and I just want to kind of go over that because I feel like everybody needs to hear this. It's great. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis 19, starting in verse 15. Do you hear this chair now? Anyway, I need to get a new chair. When morning dawned, this is the amplified version. When morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry. So anyway, um, if you don't know what's happening in this Genesis 19 story, Lot, Abraham's nephew, is in Sodom and Gomorrah. He's in Sodom, I suppose. He's in Sodom. And um, the Lord was like, I'm going to destroy that place because it's so evil. And Abraham was like, please spare my nephew. And he's like, okay, for you, Abraham, I will. I'm talking so fast. I will spare him. So he, he sent his angels God sent the angels to some angels, not the angels, that's a lot of angels. God, I'm sorry, guys. God sent some angels to go and save Lot. He, the angels, you'll, you'll see, we'll read. So there are angels there staying in his house. And when morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, get up, take your wife and two daughters who are here and go, or you will be swept away in the punishment of the city. But Lot hesitated and lingered. The men took a hold of his hand and the hand of his wife and the hands of his two daughters because the Lord was merciful to him for Abraham's sake. They brought him out and left him outside the city with his family. When they had brought him outside, one of the angels said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. Escape to the mountains of Moab or you will be consumed and swept away. But Lot said to them, oh no, not that place, my lords, please. Your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness and mercy to me by saying, by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, because disaster will overtake me, and I will be killed. Now look, this town in the distance is near enough for us to flee. It is small, with only a few people. 
Please let me escape there. Is it not too small? So that my life will be saved. And the angel said to him, Behold, I grant you, grant you your request. Also, I will not destroy this town of which you have spoken. Hurry and take refuge there, for I, not, for I cannot do anything to punish Sodom until you arrive there. For this reason, the town was named Zoar. Zoar is the place of little significance. That is what Zoar means in Greek or Hebrew. It's one of the two. It means the place of little significance. Now, God loved Lot. He loved Lot, and he sent his angels to save him. The angels literally dragged him out. They were like, okay, let's go grab the hands of your wife and you and your daughters and let's get out of here. Right? And they were like, all right, you're going to go to these mountains, which God has told you, go to these mountains and you will not be destroyed. But Lot said, please, no, don't make me go to the mountains. How about this little town over here so I don't have to walk too far? That's what I imagine him saying. My feet are tired from running. I want to go to the little valley. Lot settled. He settled. There's this high place, there's this mountain over here where God has for him, and then there's this valley, or not valley, this little city over here. And he was like, let's go here instead. He settled for this place over here, guys, okay? His idea, which was the, the town, was of little significance, because the town is called the place of little significance, compared to God's ideas. God's ideas, the high place, a high place for Lot. Who knows what would have been there? Who knows Maybe there was a castle there. Maybe there was a huge mansion with servants and all sorts of gold. And maybe there was a giant town with the most handsome people ever because, you know, Lot's daughters, you know, didn't, they, yeah, you know, they slept with her father because there were no people in that little town. So maybe in that town there was very handsome men there and very handsome ladies because Lot's wife died. So, you know, very handsome ladies. Very beautiful ladies. But Lot settled. He settled for his own idea. There's a verse in the Bible that just, I don't know the, like, the reference, but it's like, lean not on your own understanding. Like, lean not on your own understanding, but God's understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So, like, lean not on your own understanding. Lot le- le- leaned? He led. He leaned on his own understanding. He settled. And you can see where that got him. From that point on, he knew God as the God who spared him from the fire. He knew God as the one who took me out of that city and put me in this place. He settled. He started living. In, he was living in caves, guys. Lot lived in caves and was sleeping with his daughters. That's not a good life. But it was Lot's idea, right? He settled. God, had, God didn't put him there. God didn't spare him from this awful town to put him in there and do sinful things. No, God, God had a place for him, but Lot settled like i said a billion times he settled lot from that point on knew god as the god who spared him from the fire instead of the god of more than enough because god is a god of more than enough right as pastor luke said i'm kind of exactly stealing his words right now he was talking about how god um made forty-five thousand different kinds of spiders not just one spider that has eight legs and eight eyes and all sorts of weird stuff that they do with Really, actually, quite interesting. 45,000 different kinds, and they're still discovering new kinds today. That's just one creature. The stars, take the stars, for example. In our Milky Way, in our, in our galaxy, the Milky Way, 100 billion stars. The sun is one of them. The solar system that revolves, rotates, whatever you want to call it, that's one star. 100 billion 
in in the universe what they can see that's not everything that's just what they can see two trillion different galaxies two trillion galaxies each have a hundred billion stars plus some that's a lot of stars those are just stars and that the god that created that created you he created your life the god of more than enough it made a place for lot but lot settled that was his choice. Instead of going to what God had for him, he went to his own idea, the place of little significance. We have the same choice. It's our choice, the high place or the place of little significance. Right? The high place in life, the high place, okay, I, whatever the high place, the high mountains, the place that God has for you or the easy way out. Right? Dead fish take the easy way out. They float down the stream, go wherever the... The current carries them because they're dead. They just float. That's what you do when you settle. You float like a dead fish. But if you do what God has for you, there are some fish that float upstream to a greater place. And they're alive. They go, "Mm, just, mm, guys, don't settle. How do you go to, how do you get to the high place? Number one, you don't settle. And number two, you surrender. Mark chapter 6 verse 34 in the new king james version so this is when jesus feeds the five thousand, and his disciples come to him and they're like hey jesus these people are hungry how do we feed them and he says do it yourself you give them something to eat and they said to him but how are we supposed to feed them that's six months wages To buy bread. And you say, we're supposed to give him something to eat? But he said to them, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they found out, they said, five and two fish. So, the disciples were like, ah, Jesus, these people are hungry, which I just said. But anyway, he was like, give them something to eat. And give them something to eat. So this was, like I said, you have to surrender to God. That's one way. That's the other way. So you don't settle and you surrender to God. So the disciples surrendered to God. They, in it, how, well, I'm getting so ahead of myself in my mind. And then I'm trying to say it and it's just coming out all blobby. <sighs> Restart. The disciples surrendered to God also. How did they do that? Well, they had their own idea. What was their own idea? To spend six months wages, six months wages getting bread for these people right when god had a way that was so simple he said bring me what you have bring me what you have and i'll bless it and he multiplied it so that it fed five thousand people five thousand men plus their wives ten thousand plus their children if each had two children that's twenty thousand people right that's a lot of people and god had two fish and five loaves or the disciples could have uh, worked, they could have struggled and tried to gather all the money they had, walk a long way, get, how do you carry all that bread? How do you carry all that bread? That's another thing. They could have struggled so hard or they could have, or like they did, they surrendered and gave God what they had. That's what we have to do. Don't settle and surrender to God. Give God what you have. Get rid of the poverty, the struggling, the, I'm trying to do this my own way mindset. Surrender to God. Lean not on your understanding. 
trust the Lord and acknowledge him. Trust God. Do you think it was hard for the disciples to be like, here's his little boy's bread. Go ahead and, you know, do whatever you are doing with this bread. We're really hungry. Right? They surrendered. And you have to do the same thing. Surrender to God. He has something for you. He has a mountaintop life for you. He has a wonderful mountaintop life for you. You can go to the place of little significance, which is basically staring, staying where you are, just settling, just, you know, this is fine. It's, 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 it's close enough. You know, it's, it's my feet are tired. I don't want to walk anymore. Please don't make me go to the high place. I don't want to go there. It's being a lot. That's what you are if you settle. Or you could say, you know what? You want me to go to the mountaintop? You want me to go to the high place? Let's go. How do you want me to get there? You want me to, I give you what you have? Okay, here's what I have. This is the money I have. This is the people I have. This is my influence. This is what I have. I give it to you and you'll multiply it. See, right there, he'll multiply it. But you have to know the abundant nature of God. You have to trust him. If Lot would have known what God had for him, do you think he would have settled? No. Now you know. You know what God has for you. You know that he made a hundred billion stars in one galaxy and there's two trillion galaxies you know he made 45,000 different kinds of spiders you know he made everything that you can see you know he made the beautiful sunsets he made that and he also made you and your purpose he has that for you and you give him what you have and he'll multiply it isn't that wonderful and amazing don't settle do not settle and that's basically the conclusion of this message the summarization is don't settle for what's easy. Don't settle for the easy way. Don't settle. Surrender to God. And he'll multiply what you have and take you to the high place. He wants you to live in the high place. He does not want you to settle and stay there. He, God did not want Lot to burn up and die in Sodom. He didn't want him to go to the place of little significance. The angels were dragging him, trying to get him out of the city, trying to get him to the high place. But Lot was begging, please, no, don't make me go there. Let me stay here. Don't be like Lot. Don't be stubborn and trying to stay where you are. Let God take you to the high place. But you can't have this vast wonderfulness, this high place living, if you don't know God as your Lord and Savior. You can't live the life God has for you if you don't have a relationship with him. So today, if you want a relationship with Jesus, if you want Jesus to take you to that high place living, if you want to live in the place God has for you. All you have to do is say a prayer after me. And it's not these magical words that'll suddenly take you to this place. No, it's you believing in your heart that Jesus died for you. He died for you. God sent his one and only son to die for you on the cross, to be beaten and murdered and hung on a cross. But in three days, he rose again so you could be forgiven of your sins. So you could be free. So if you want a relationship with Jesus and with God, say this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean and set me free. I believe that you are Savior. You are Lord of my life. Come into my heart in Jesus' name. I am free. I am saved. I am a Christian. God is my Father and heaven is my home. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, guys. Congratulations. There is a party going on in heaven. The Bible says that when 
one person gets saved a whole party all the angels all of heaven celebrates and there's a party going on in heaven just for you i cannot wait to see where god takes you you're amazing and you're awesome So basically, that's all I have. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. That was a little bit of a ramble, but that, it's just, you need to get that. Once you get that in your spirit, once you get that God loves you and he wants you to live in the high place, it'll be so much easier for you to live according to God's will. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for listening, for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. You guys are wonderful. Before we go, let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for these people. God, I pray that you would soften their hearts. I pray that they would understand how vast and amazing you are. I pray that they know that you only want good things for them. I pray that they would not settle, but they would surrender to you and you would take them to the high place. In Jesus' name, we love you. We praise you. You're wonderful and beautiful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, guys. Have the best day ever. You're awesome and amazing. See ya.